Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome. To Birds with Friends, Bo Wolf, Zach Berman. I was about to say Shilkapadia, but it is not Shilkapadia. Yeah, Are you used I to look, that yet? Uh, yeah, I would okay. say so. But I mean, uh, the the uh, like just the auto uh, sure part of my body just was ready to say Shilkapadia. It's been two Bo years Wolf saying Shilkapadia. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys look very similar. I I'll take that as a compliment. Okay, you should. I, I have more hair, but well, that's true. Um, nonetheless. We are here to go over the Eagles' longest practice of camp thus far. A two-hour, 45-minute jaunt in the sun um, that I have to tell you, like, it felt like it went by quickly for me because I was not doing observations. This was, this was my first practice not doing observations. Yes, uh, and I will say that the observations, as we discussed yesterday, are much more meat and potatoes. Good. No, I, I wouldn't say good. I enjoy nutrition. your observations. And I'll say that if it was one of those things where you take a few days to write it, like uh, like a story or something of, of, sure. of that nature, perhaps I'd inject a little more personality into it. Okay. But the jokes don't fly to my head as quickly as they fly to yours. Uh, so uh, mine is is more... Uh, football oriented per se. Although You're a football I, guy. I'll be careful with saying that though, because you have some terrific football observations in yours too. Well, thank you. Uh, so we will have our Quactus report. We will have uh, a little bit of a stork ranking. And then we have a brand new segment that I'm excited to debut that was uh, suggested by DFOP Jimmy Kemsky. We're going to be testing you in a segment called Name That Loon. Really? Okay. Yes. All right, so, I, I was not aware this was happening. Yes, that's uh, that's exactly how I was hoping that it would go. So stay tuned for that. Let's get to the Quactus report, though. Uh, what did you see? What were your uh, you know w- listeners should read your observations on the athletic? But uh, beyond that, what were sort of the headlines that you thought you saw? Well, the headline I, I would say was the brief scare of Miles Sanders. Yes, that was, in my opinion, the the most noteworthy thing that happened in practice. Yes. Uh, Miles Sanders, late in practice, went down with stuff that the line of scrimmage and did not get up. They were looking at his foot. Uh, Howie Roseman, who was on the sideline, kind of went halfway mm. into the field to see what was going on there. You have to imagine his stomach dropped. Sure, uh, Sanders went to the medical tent. Returned to the sideline, did not return to the practice field, per se. Uh, He was greeted by Howie Roseman when he returned to the sideline. When he uh, finished practice, he caught balls at the jugs machine, signed autographs. So there was nothing so urgent that you would think that there was a problem. You were there for Doug Peterson, and it sounded like Doug wasn't concerned either. I missed the very beginning of Doug, but it does that that was the, the word that I got. And then Sanders himself spoke, right? Sanders uh, briefly said he was uh, he was fine he to was a fine. reporter waiting there. Um, I was I was trying to get him as he was going to the locker room, and he just he he jogged in, so didn't seem like there. I was I missed a the beginning of Doug because I was getting the end of a uh, an exclusive one on one with Keegan Render. So <laughs> well, there's a good reason yeah. to miss Doug Peterson. That's so. right. Uh, so yeah, I mean it was uh, it was a uh, a tense few seconds, I would say, and if you think about it. You know, the, uh, the potential loss of Miles Sanders would uh, significantly affect my outlook for, for the Eagles offense. I think you really? can make a case. Yeah, because he's the only one giving them juice in the backfield. Okay. Uh, and, if he, and if he weren't going to be healthy this year, I think you could be looking at potentially Darren Sproles leading the league in uh, touches. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Uh, but I, I will agree with you that the – Reaction because well, he wouldn't make it through the season, Sproles. 
No, I, I just think Jordan Howard would have a bigger role than you think. I think they and, just give Sproles the ball every day. He'd, he'd and, be playing 90% of the snaps. And Doug would throw quite a bit. Uh, but the reaction at practice, whether it was uh, reporters on the sideline, fans in attendance, even players, I, I think really – I, I think it illustrated what you just said that Miles Sanders is significant to this team. I think so. I don't think like practice. I don't think that hush would go over if like Donnell Pumphrey was down on the ground like that. Well, I would imagine not. Yeah. But uh, they may continue to just Sanders. practice over his body. Like, <laughs> no that, offense. Is but, that a height joke? <laughs> no. <it's> okay. just, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, as a short guy, I'm offended. You know, practice time is valuable. They can't sure. be. They can't be wasting time just because. Sure. Pump got a bruise. Now, the schedule today was a little misleading. They said it was going to be 245. They actually ended at a, like they ended at 1143, I believe. So This was closer to two and a half. It was closer to two and, and they a didn't, half. And they didn't go live. We were they expecting them to go live today. But it was a longer practice than a we've had bit. yet. Yes. yes. Um, well, tell me this then. Of all the players on the roster, where would Miles Sanders rank in terms of your uh, debilitating injury ranking? Not top 10. Not top 10. Let's see. Wentz, one. Sure. Cox, two. Mm-hmm. I would argue Jenkins, three. I would agree with you. Um, I would say Graham, four this year because I, I don't think they have. Uh, I mean, there's a that's a fair case. Or uh, Barnett, but yeah. I, I, I guess more Graham. You know, I think you could make a case for Deshaun. Uh, well, how about I think, this? Off- I think you probably. I think I would probably put Kelsey for lane five. Yeah, actually, I'd go Kelsey higher because <laughs> Stefan Wisniewski is having a hard time snapping the ball oh, so right. far, which is a fundamental part of playing center. Yeah, but so was Siemala last year. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, no, I, would, I agree. I, 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 I like Wiz. I'll take that back. I think yeah, Kelsey for lane five for me, and then you know you you have a little backup for Ertz and Goddard. Um, I feel like Deshaun changes the shape of the what the offense. Sure, can similar do. to Mike Wallace last year. That's yeah, true. I, I might I might make the case for Deshaun as six. You don't have Alshon that that high. I have Deshaun higher than Alshon. I think because of the dimension that Deshaun provides. Yeah, I think okay. they could get by with Deshaun and Aguilar, and then playing a lot of twelve. I can't have Ertz too far down that list because I think Ertz is one of the top five right. players on the team. You're right. He, he shouldn't be too far yeah. down the list. Um, he's well. He's certainly ahead of Sanders. I'm I'm putting Bradham on that list. I think that I would put Sanders ahead of Bradham. Really? Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I'm still talking about a running back and running. You're really high on Miles Sanders. I think I am high on Miles Sanders, but mostly relative to what they have. True. But also, like, I don't think Jordan Howard's as bad as you make him seem. But in terms of that dynamic running back, they don't have anyone like that. Now, the thing is, we don't know if Miles Sanders is like that either. Although, as national reporter Shio Kapadia said the other day. Uh, his his athletic ability really jumps out. When no watch. doubt, Bradham's a good one. They would have, I mean, Camus and Ed Gary as your. Eh. We haven't mentioned Jason be Peters, worse. perhaps because they because, well, survived the absence of and him because Dillard is a reasonable sure. backup and he's looked good so far. Yeah. Okay. Rod, I mean Rodney McLeod, you can make a case for. You can, especially when you're uh, uh, down on Andrew Sadeo as right. you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was interesting. That was, a, that so, was but it does seem like the Eagles escaped. Uh, yes. Escaped. Do you think that we will see Miles Sanders in the first preseason game? Yes. Okay. Will we see Miles Sanders? I'm sorry. Will we see Miles Sanders at practice on Saturday? No. Okay. I think that's the first thing we're looking for at practice on Saturday is. Is 26 out there. Do you have an explanation as to why Ryan Bates was not practicing today? I did not pursue that one. No. Um, so, no. Uh, he he threw up a few practices He ago. did, and he was in the locker room, yeah. so he wasn't cut. Yeah. Um, I, I hope not. I like those local stories. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good one for the fourth preseason game. That would be good. Uh, but, no, I, I don't have an explanation for it. Okay. Uh, okay, what was your number two headline from today's practice? My number two headline was the way Sidney Jones played. I thought Sidney Jones had a really good practice, had an interception. Good for you. Good for you to have a chance to gas up your boy, Sidney Jones. <laughs> he's, he's playing that way. He's playing well. He had an interception in, at the goal line in the first team drill. Now, that looked to me more like a miscommunication, miscommunication with he the wide receiver. The ball, he did. He caught it. 
and then uh, and then he he had a great pass breakup on a play to Nelson Aguilar a little later on. Okay, I'm thinking, yeah, I believe so. Yes, it was the Nelson Aguilar. Uh, so I, I and and Sidney Jones has 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 looked good throughout the summer. So as has Rasul Douglas, as has Rasul Douglas for the who, most part, who also had a nice pass breakup on a play to Nelson Aguilar. Yes, he did. Uh, I was thinking about, in retrospect, our, our thing yesterday and our things, our opinions have changed about. I do think that, that like, the needle has moved closer to maybe uh, the Eagles are willing to play Rasul Douglas on the outside than I was expecting. Uh, yes. We got a text from Wes. Yes. Wes, yes, Wes, yes, Wes keeps interrupting the podcast. No, not at all. It's, it's, it's worthwhile. It's the Wes, observations. I mean, Wes, we love you, but... Uh... Let's go. We got important work to do here. Yesterday was me. Today it's Zach. Maybe I maybe we should wait until the uh, story is done editing. But you know, let's uh, go. No, <laughs> I am sorry. As, here. This as, is, uh, as this the, is so you were saying as the players in the locker room say, keep the main thing the main yes, thing. Yes, as I also say at home as well, keep the main thing. I, I say. Do major, you steal that at home? I say major in the major, minor in the minors. Do you ever use like embrace the target? Do I don't you, use. Do you bring? <laughs> I don't use embrace the target, but I have. A few chipisms that I I work into my vernacular. What about when you when you first came home with uh, the second child, and uh, you know you, you've got to put two kids down? You tell your wife, "Well, this is the new normal." <laughs> I, I don't use it in in, in that respect, okay. but uh, I actually there's a line that I got from Mark Sanchez that I use quite a bit. Oh, okay. Another tangent here. I, I hope I I'm I'm bullish on Mark Sanchez's uh, media personality. I agree. I I always got along with uh, Sanchez. So did I. And Sanchez once Not, uh, said that uh, he said the starting quarterback needs to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. Needs to set the temperature in the room and not you know kind of adjust to the temperature mm-hmm. in the room. And I I've. Stolen that, if you will, or I've taken that, and I've used that expression at home, where you got to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. Like you got to like bring the, the energy. Father has to, or the just you do. Okay. Me personally, and yeah, so okay. that's that's a that's a tangent here, but uh, that is something I've, I've taken from Mark Sanchez. People are here from the tangents. Have you? What else have you taken from Mark Sanchez? What else have I taken from Mark Sanchez? How to win in New England. He he, okay. he wants. So I have a I have a, I have a uh, Mark Sanchez story here. Let's hear it. That so before the Eagles Patriots game in two thousand and fifteen, when they won there in in New England, I right. I did a story uh, where I asked Sanchez the keys to winning to winning in New England. And he gave it was it was very specific. It was like scoring at the end of the half or controlling the end of the half because the Patriots like to defer and then like the score at the end of the half and get the ball back. You you need to get a non offensive touchdown. It was it was like this whole formula that really? he gave me, and it happened like to a T. Really? And the Eagles upset the Patriots, and I'm in the hallway after the game, and Sanchez is there, and I, I believe I believe a family member was there, maybe his father, and he uh, he sees me and he turns around. He's like, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? And he was absolutely right. Uh, so <laughs> that was a good Sanchez story. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, so practice today. <laughs> um, I thought uh, some reserve wide receivers looked uh, decent too. Yeah. And they received some attention from Doug Peterson, or as Doug you would P. say on the podcast, they got gassed up by yep. Doug Peterson. Uh, that was Carlton Agadazi. Am I pronouncing it correctly? I don't know. I think yes. it's Agadosi. Agadosi, the six foot six wide receiver from Rutgers yep. from Somerset, New Jersey, was with the Arizona Cardinals in 2017. Really uses his body well. Made a handful of plays in the end zone. And then Greg Ward, the former AAF wide receiver, yes, um, made, former Houston quarterback, former made, Eagles practice yes, wide receiver during the Super Bowl, made two nice plays along the sideline. And it also stood out to me that I expected. JJ, our, our Sega, are, are we calling it our Sega Whiteside or our? Sh- uh, I believe it's our Sega. Well, I I've heard otherwise. Yes. Well, well if you've heard um, otherwise, let's. But I I would need to correct it. But for now, JJ, our Sega Whiteside, uh, I thought he would get the reps instead of Deshaun, but it was Charles Johnson who lined mm. up with the first team offense. I want to try to find the pronunciation per the Eagles media guide. This is great podcasting right here. No, they don't have it on there. We'll have to find it somewhere else. Um, okay, well, that will bring us to uh, the first 
Stork ranking, Zach. Yes. I have here the seven wide receivers competing for the fifth or sixth roster wide receiver spot. Are we saying five or six? Depending on it, Matt Collins. Hold on. Okay. You, I want you to rank them in order of the likelihood that they end up on the Eagles roster or the practice squad. So, or the practice yeah, squad. So you have to combine the likelihood of the two together. Okay. Okay. They are Shelton Gibson, Carlton Agadosi, Mark and Michelle, Greg Ward, DeAndre Tompkins, Charles Johnson, and Braxton Miller. Okay. So I did not write this down as, as you're saying it, but I think um, I'll go least likely. Okay. I don't think, unless Charles Johnson's on the active roster, I, he, like, he doesn't have practice I don't believe that he is even eligible and for practice. I but. don't think they're going to keep the a 30-year-old players not contributing on, on special teams as your fifth or sixth wide receiver. So I'm going him as the least likely, even That's exactly though, how I have, even though he's, I have he's, he's, he's playing decently. He's playing well. He gets reps yeah. with the ones. Yes. You can make a case he belongs in the league somewhere, but uh, the rules are stacked against him. He was, he was the AF leading receiver, but yeah, I mean... For him to be on the week one roster, you're guaranteeing his uh, salary, I believe. Yes. And he doesn't play special teams, as you exactly. said. Exactly. Um, I agree. I had him at seven. So, let's see. Most likely, I'm going to go, and I. this might be a reaction to what's going on now, but I'm going to go Carlton. Really? Uh, because, because he's, well, let's see how he looks in games, but I, I think you can find special teams utility for him. Maybe. Maybe you can. I don't know. But they they tend to like tight ends on special teams. I guess. And he has that. He has a similar build. Yeah, but they've got enough reserve tight ends. Well, are they keeping Josh Perkins? I don't know. Maybe. So, uh, no, this is a tough. This is a tough list. Go, I mean, going in the camp, I would have said Braxton Miller. He hasn't done anything. You would have yet. said him as one. He is my sixth. Right yeah. Now. So he hasn't done anything. Yes. He hasn't jumped out at me. Um, Greg Ward, who uh, you know, I guess you can use a backup slot. Um, I have him as my one. I can I can see that argument. Yeah, maybe and it so. might be because Merrill Reese was tell, was was uh, telling me that that he loves Greg Ward and he just got in my head. But they don't have a backup slot. No, although on the I think roster. I think Zach Ertz is the backup slot. That's true. Um, in in uh, usage, that is yes. true. Um, and like he's already been on the practice squad, so we know that he's like a. Uh, uh, they value like he can sure. practice well like that. That's a known thing. Uh, yeah, he can like, dress as your quarterback right, for whatever the, yeah. it is. He can yes. he can provide some uh, utility that way. And he's, uh, he, I think that Mark and Michelle is a better player, probably a wide yeah, receiver. He's, he's what twenty five, twenty six. He's a little bit older. I think he's twenty six. Yeah. Um, and so, so you don't know what the developmental the traits are. That exactly. breaks the tie. I give it to Ward. I agree. And then I have Gibson three. Just because we know he can play special teams. Yeah, he's like, a he's a good gunner. He's an okay gunner. He's a fine gunner. What's the difference between an okay gunner and a good gunner? Like how 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 do you qualify that? They tell me he's a good gunner. Wow. I'm taking their word for it. Well, they're not going to tell you he's a bad gunner. No, but <laughs> I mean, unless you're like making tackles every play, Colt that, Anderson. Sure. I mean, there. I, I mean, I, I imagine there are great gunners. Yeah. I I can't tell you the difference between a good and okay gunner. There's well, probably a difference between like you're a, not a football guy, a great and a bad. I, I'm not a football guy. I, I mean, I. You can't tell the difference between a good gunner and a great gunner. <laughs> I wear long sleeves during practice. Yeah, but they're not black. <laughs> that is true. That they're is not true. a black sweatshirt. <laughs> that is true. Um, Another quick aside, because because we do the tangents, Mike Rowe, who is. Very football guyish. He goes pants and sleeves during every practice. He does. Um, his father Al, who I covered at the University of Virginia, mm. uh, had this like this old raggedy sweatshirt okay. that he wore for every practice. Like, okay. it was this it was this gray UVA sweatshirt that it was very Belichickian. You know where it's like well, same coaching tree. Yeah, but where there's. There's different, uh, you know. I, I I imagine you have an extensive closet. And Alex Grove was a very well dressed man. You know, he would come to his press conferences on Mondays in a, in a suit. Uh, but he always wore He'd this. Come to a suit on Mondays press conferences. Yes, mm. yes. Uh, but he he always wore this this like old gray sweatshirt during practice. Uh, so shout out to Al Grove who uh, shout who, out Al. Yes. Obviously a listener. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a. 
I I really like covering Algro, so I will give uh, I'll give Algro credit there. Um, and then I have DeAndre Tompkins as the four because I think he's the one guy that maybe they're like, uh, there's some there's some raw upside and he's and he's young. Yes. Like if there's if if, if there's a practice squad guy, could be him. Exactly. And and uh, if you need some a return returner, utility, yeah, yeah, you can you can call him up. Sure. So I I think if you're including practice squad, I got to have him higher. Okay. So you have Agadosi a little higher than I do. That's basically where we've landed. Yes, but again, I I just wrote I, th- I think like 1950 words of practice observations. Although about 300 of them were contributed by you, so I'll I'll subtract mm-hmm. from my count. And uh, there were like two observations in there, maybe about Carlton Agadosi. <laughs> so so I'm a little colored by that right now. Okay, what else uh, jumped out to you from practice? Let's see. So. Uh, I thought that uh, I thought that Nate Sudfeld had a better day today than he has. Yeah, he he had a nice throw to Jordan Howard down the sideline right he in front did, of me. Yeah, he had some nice catch by. Yeah, good throws in the red zone. I, I didn't think Carson had a great. I thought Carson was up and down. Not today. a great day for Carson. Yes, yeah. I thought he was up and down. Uh, Zach Ertz made a juggling one handed catch that he was out of bounds for. He was. And he then, was very clearly out of bounds. It wasn't see, even close. I couldn't tell from where I was I standing. Had a good angle on yeah, it. Yeah, so I asked him after practice and he said he was, but then he said he was definitely inbounds for the next one. Yes, yeah. Which he, he got wide open and, and he, he made a he made a show of I believe it was John John Ferrari. Ferrari. Yes. Yep. Who uh yeah that that made it into the observations. Nice. Yes. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I, I wish I had a good joke to, to, to use there, like a, a too much Earth joke or something like that. Yeah. But but mine was very cut and dry. I identified who John okay. Ferrari was. Yeah. I, I said he was the uh, he's the de facto official during practice. Right. So now because he came from the league office, right? Yes, nice guy too. Friends with uh, Dean Blandino, I believe. Isn't that the guy's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah the former head of officiating. Yeah, Joker, Jabroni, a stand-up comedian, I believe. Yeah. He probably enjoys your practice observations. What do you mean stand up? He does. I, I think he he's he's done, he's done comedy. Really? I believe so. I, I hope I'm not talking out of turn. He here, seems but... very humorless <laughs> when, during being on TV. I, I think there's. Yeah, I would Google if if I would if, love to watch a if, Dean Blandino stand up. If I'm wrong, I apologize. Set. But I, I believe he, he's he's done comedy of some variety. Wow, I would have to see this. That's fantastic. Um, and okay, anything else? No, but I have my laptop in front of me, and so in, in, in case I'm wrong, I'm Googling Dean Blandino comedy. All right, I'm going to give you another stork ranking then. By the way, yeah, comedian. Former comedian Dean Blandino is former one of the most – Former comedian? This is a, a January 2015 headline. And how did he rise from former comedian to Roger Goodell footstool? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. But no, he did stand-up comedy in, in New York City, so I am right about that. Okay. Oh, man, I got to see this. Yeah, unearth that. That'd be a good story for the athletic. Oh, jeez. Oh man, this is uh, this is murkier than the pass interference rules. Is that your stand-up comedy shtick? That's my Dean Blandino stand-up Dean comedy Blandino shtick. Stick. Okay. What's the deal with penalty flags? You just made him Jerry Seinfeld. Why, yeah. why are they yellow? Why did that guy throw it in Orlando Brown's eye? I can't imagine. Well, first off, that's that's a little. <laughs> That's a little edgy right there. That in Orlando Brown's Well, career. Dean Blandino is but, famous for telling the line. But I got to imagine that his, his stand-up comedy was not football exclusive. Why can't I have penalty flags in real life, you know? <laughs> Some guy cuts you off in I traffic. Have, I have nothing further to add. Throw a yellow to, flag. I have nothing further to add to this shtick. Okay. <laughs> well I'm done. trying to think of more Blandino bits. Uh, give me your historic ranking here. Now I have the nine offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. So the five undrafted rookies, and also Jordan Mailata, Matt Pryor, Stefan Wisniewski, and Anthony Fabiano. So Anthony Fabiano's last time. And I this is, again, uh, practice squad or main roster on week one. Uh, I agree that Fabiano is nine. And I like Anthony Fabiano. I've had some conversations with him. Nice guy. Yeah, there's a strong Harvard contingent in the Eagles building. That's true. So there might be uh, there might be a little Fabiano pool there, but but I do. I believe I was making the case today that in terms of non rookies on the roster, he or Pumphrey is probably the worst player on the team. 
Well, Pumphrey had two good runs today. He did have one nice good run. Be a back-to-back big runs. Okay. I said in the in the observation. This was the best day of his career, I would say, probably. Draft day was the and best I made day of his the, career. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I, I, I think, and it, it was notable, I think, that it was after the Miles Sanders injury. Because, like... Miles Sanders get hurt, gets hurt and pumps like, all right, I got a right, chance again. Our... Let's go. Well, what I this said... is it. Yeah, so I like Wendell Smallwood's like fist pumping on the sideline. <laughs> Josh Adams starts doing push-ups. Like, by the way, Corey Clement took his first seven on seven. He did. That day. was notable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Looked so, okay. That was a good step. Absolutely. Spoke yeah. to him after practice. He'll open the do team stuff next week. Okay. Uh, pump. Where do you fall on the worst uh, non-rookie on the roster? Worst non-rookie on on the roster. Now listen, uh, worst player on the ninety-man roster. Best, you know, one of the best players in the world. There were not. Were, there's no denigration, yeah. but uh, everybody is on the uh, on the scale somewhere. I mean, I'll say this: like, I don't know how good Jordan Mailata is. <laughs> that's so. a good. That's a very good point. <laughs> right now, it could be Mailata. He's no. He has. That's a good point. An incredible body to develop. Yes. And uh very willing learner and Joe Osman has been just roasting him. Like he's like only played two years day. of football. So Yeah. Or one full year. No, football. that's a good one actually. Like you could make that case. Yeah, so I, I I would make that case. Okay, I like that. That's a good answer. So you have Fabiano nine. Um yeah, so here we go. So so give me the names again. So it is Mylotta, Pryor, Wisniewski, yeah. Herbig, Casey Tucker. Keegan Render, Sua Opeta, Ryan Bates, and Anthony right, Fabio. So I, I think Mylotta and Pryor are going to be on the team still. Well, how would you rank them? Who's more likely? Who's more likely? I think Pryor's more likely to be on the team. I think so, too. Yeah. One, two. And then... I think we forget that the Eagles, a year ago, chose Matt Pryor over Jordan Mylotta. When you say we forget it, who are who's well, just who's like we? in the in the uh, the interest in Jordan Mailata, sure. like yeah. wow, this guy could be a future like stud a, left he, tackle. He's like, a better story, but yeah, like he's got prior. tools. But like yeah. a year ago, they they chose Pryor first. Like yes, they thought higher of him. Yeah, but, I mean, Pryor was a starter in the Big Twelve. <laughs> right. Like so that yeah. that that is a little different than Jordan Mailata's background. Um, so I, I'm going, I'll go prior one, my lot of two. I think you have to go Wiz three, probably. Yeah, Wiz three, although as we discussed, he, you know, it's the not, best it's veteran not a lock, thing. yeah. Uh, and then... So now you've got all, you've got basically just the stack rank of the five yeah, I drafted off. Which five. is... I've been doing a lot of thinking. Which is the Bo Wolf beat. I've been yes. doing a lot of thinking So I'll defer this. to your judgment on this. That's an easy out for you. Give me, give, give me before I tell you I'm the, going Sua number one. Okay. Bates number two. Okay. Uh, Nate Herbig number three. Okay, actually no, I'm going Nate Herbig two there. Oh, okay. Bates three. Uh, Render four. Who's the fifth one there? Casey Tucker. Casey Tucker five. Great first name. Good guy. Yes. Casey Tucker enjoyed yeah. talking to him. Stanford Arizona State. That's right. Uh, so he played with Nate Herbig. I go and Joey Al- and Joey Alfieri. Joey Alfieri. Yes. I go Opeta one. He is the only one who has been practicing with the second team. On a daily basis. I go Render 2 because I think Render smells like practice squad to me. Yeah, I mean, a center to develop. Yes. Those Iowa centers, as as we discussed at the podcast at your house. Uh, Then I go Bates, then Herbig, then Tucker. But Herbig is interesting, too. He did get some reps uh, snapping, so maybe he's the practice squad guy. And he's a guy who I I believe two years ago was was very well regarded at Stanford then. Uh, this past year was injured. Is that right? I think he was well regarded, yes. and and he left early yeah. to declare for the draft, as as did Ryan Bates. And Herbig, I asked him about that, and he he, he was sort of sad. He was like, "Yeah, I I, I declared because I thought I was going to get drafted. I guess I wasn't as good as I thought." <laughs> and, and that Stanford education is fairly valuable. It's tough, yeah. Uh, all right, last stork ranking. I have eight defensive linemen for you. Mm-hmm. Same same idea. Week one roster or uh, practice squad. Joe Osman, Josh Sweat, Sharif Miller, Deshaun Hall, Trayvon Hester, Hassan Ridgeway, Bruce Hector, and Kevin Wilkins. So Josh Sweat's my number one, clearly. I think he is, the, he is my number one as well. Uh, he's he's, he's going to be on the team and he's going to have a role. 
I think that's right. Um, but I had to include him just to... What D tackles did you put on there? Hester, Ridgeway, Hector, Wilkins. Okay, so I'm going Osman number two, because if nothing else will be on practice squad, unless... Uh, unless they try to get him on the practice squad, and then and someone, someone signs, signs him. him. Joe Douglas up 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 the uh, turnpike. Mm, yeah. That. The Joe-Joe connection, that sounds that sounds good. I like that. Uh, so that's something to perhaps pay attention to, although they run a, de- a different defensive scheme. Uh, then yeah, but Joe Osman can play in any yeah. defensive scheme. <laughs> I feel like we, I feel like people are getting a little ahead of themselves on the Osman train. I agree with you there. I mean, Deshaun Hall was a third round pick. Yeah, I don't understand necessarily why so, Osman's better than Hall. But but I don't know if Hall has practice squad eligibility. I think he does. He, I wouldn't get. He was a third round pick in 2017. Yes, but he's been on an active roster t- for two years. Yeah, but, but well, there's yeah. also aren't there the two spots yes, that's you can true. use? That's true. So okay, I think he is. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, the thing about Osman is they are like they are trying to find a role for him. They're giving him those Joker yeah. snaps. Like it's clear that they like him. Son of a baker. Uh, you should go. <laughs> should go. He's eat got a some great of, story. Yeah. Eat some of his dad's baking. There you go. Um, or he worked at a bakery. I, I, I would need to see the specifics there. Well, you keep saying son of a baker. You can't just... <laughs> he worked at a bakery. There's a good story there. Is he Dusty Baker's love child? Is no, that... no, 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 no. Nothing of that nature. Uh, so then uh, Deshaun Hall, who I, I, I like. I like the frame. I think there's tools to develop. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's go him three. Um, Hester... What about Sharif Miller? Oh shoot! Yeah, Sharif yeah. Miller. Sharif Miller is definitely going to be. He's number. My, he's number, my number yeah. two. Okay. Yeah. He's he's my number two. The only thing. He's the only my, option is him going. Phantom on IR. Reserve. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, so Sharif Miller number two, Joe Osman number three. I guess. I mean, does Trayvon have? I I, I need to see my list of practice squad eligible players. Uh, I'm not sure Trayvon makes the roster. I'm going Ridgeway four. Ooh. Although Ridgeway's been in, I think Ridgeway's going to be on the team. Am I wrong there? I think that he's going to be on the team just because how he's going to protect the trade, mm-hmm. uh, and he's in charge of the roster. I mean, they didn't give up that much for him. I, I hate that trade. Listeners know this. I hate that trade. You want four years of a cost-controlled player? Yeah, they, and, yeah. They, and how he's done better in the seventh round than any other round relative well, to the league. let me ask you this, honestly. Jalen Mills. Is the even seventh... Mylotta, like, you get, you're getting some value out of him. Yeah, Bryce but that's, Brown. That's, but if, Bo Allen. If you think, I mean, you could draft T.J. Edwards with that seventh-round pick, or you can sign him as an undrafted guy. Yeah, but the upside with that seventh-round pick is be- better than the upside with Ridgeway. Unless you think Ridgeway is, like, the monster. But you only have him like, for a year. Better. And I think he has been, like... He hasn't flashed. I, I think he has been uh, significantly outplayed by, by Trayvon Hester. I mean, you know, we, we've seen like one live period, so I, I don't want to read too much in the training camp. But I'm just responding to an edit real quick here. Sorry about this. I'm big on the I, – I, I like Trayvon Hester. I think he's a, 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 a useful player. He's actually my three. I go Sweat, Sharif, Hester, Ostman, Ridgeway, and then Hector, because I think there's a better chance to keep him on the practice squad than Deshaun Hall. Deshaun Hall's my seven, actually, even though I think he's not a terrible player. And Kevin Wilkins is the eight. Yeah, Kevin Wilkins is, is my eight, but doing a very good job as the rookie bringing water ice, carrying helmets. He's, he's doing a bang-up job. He is that, obliging yeah. there. All right, are you done with your... Uh... Yes, these practice observations should, should uh, hit online soon. Well, maybe you shouldn't have had so many uh, editable I got to work things. on that. I was, I was really hustling through them. Here, Wes, I, Wes has been on me on those too. He's, he, you know, he cares about the details as he, he should. He's as he should, it. yeah. He's doing a good job. Pretty All right, content. Are you ready for name that loon? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do this. I like this game. I'm excited about this. So, this is so a, is this? This is a brand new game. So, so what's the game? The game, Mr. Berman, is I have some audio clips here. So we're doing audio. We're not doing like details of the player. No. I All I'm going to play audio of an interview with a player in the locker room. From your time with the Eagles, player, coach, owner, this something, is, someone right, this involved is with the Eagles. So from a so from a seven year period, man. All right, I can give you like if you gave me this is a player from such and such college who was on the team this year. Absolutely I could do that. not. You I could do name go, that. You are going that just off just audio. the audio. Okay. This, now this is a little bit disappointing because I thought I had these queued up and now they have to reload. So I'm going to vamp a little bit. But we're going. In, we're, I'm going to ease you in. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm nervous here because I think that I would lose a lot of credibility if I'm like over on this. 
you will not be over. The first one is easy. If okay. you don't get the first one, then we're in real we're, trouble. Then we're in trouble. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Yes. Shout out to PhiladelphiaEagles.com. I mean, I don't think anyone on this team expected It's it. Brent Selleck. Brent Selleck. One for one. Name that loon. I gave you an, I gave you an easy one. You yes. just talked to him a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I got really worried there, though, for a moment. Okay, number two. This one is uh, also, you should definitely get this. Okay. If you don't get this one, you should feel, you should feel bad. Okay. It's going to take a little bit of time. I had them all queued up. No but worries. Then the, uh, I've got that. Uh, I've got that extension on Chrome where, like, an inactive tab. Yeah, yeah, yes. Goes to sh- goes to sleep. It's, it saves your laptop's energy. It does save your laptop energy, but it ruins name that loon. We've, we've found out. As I've learned, though, you're very loyal listeners. So. Three different formations: base, nickel. That's Jeff Mosher, by the way. Three different formations: rotate guys. And in a league where everybody says tackling is terrible, what's happening to that? Um, it's just our preparation. Uh, we work hard and uh, and uh, That's Rodney McLeod. That is Rodney McLeod, two for two. You know, okay. Day, day out, in the deep. All right. We are getting progressively more difficult, but this one... Uh, Do I get I, credit for Jeff Mosher? <laughs> no. That's okay. an easy one. And uh, I don't think the listeners care. Okay. All right. Are you ready for this next one? Yes. Man, I just like to go out there and have fun. So uh, another opportunity to get out there and... Showcase my abilities, not just in front of the Eagles, but in front of the whole NFL, in front of, in front of uh, my family, in front of, you know, God and myself. It's always a great opportunity to be able to just go out there and have fun. What is it going to be like for the rookies? Chris McPherson. For the first time? Um, a whirlwind of emotions, I'm sure. Ooh, I feel like you um, should get this one. Is this Vinny Curry? No? Is, um, is, 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 is it? Wait, it is not Wait, 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 wait. The new game speed. You know the, the the quickness of how how fast Tim you go. I'm disappointed in you. You have the right position group. Um, Jimmy Kemsky, I think, is uh, yelling in his car. He knows who it is. Yeah. Whew. Name that loon. So the answer. I'm gonna give you the answer. Yeah. Stephen Means. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my fault there. I guess you I mean, didn't. I guess you didn't speak no, to Stephen Means. No, I was. Means I was thinking of guys on this year's team there, but that's okay. I, I Stephen Means had the tidiest locker I've ever covered. He did have a good one. All right, there are six. This is number four. Okay. He's taking the same approach and he's just executing at high level. It's fun. How is that different than earlier in his career? See back again. It's going to be fun to see him get the accolades that he kind of hasn't gotten yet to this point. Um. Yeah, that, I guess th- those come with it. Obviously, winning is the biggest thing, and you know that we're still trying to accomplish that right now. But um, he, he worked so hard, and so for him to achieve some of that stuff, it's nice for him. What's the weekly routine? You talked about matchup and scouting. Give you something. Yeah. What is that like on a day-to-day basis? Can you take him? He's able to get a lot of yards after the game. Felt fresher at this point in the year than he has um, in his previous five, six seasons. So it's a tough one because he doesn't give you himself. much to work with. Um, his yeah. body's feeling good, so it's it's fun. Is there any particular reason for that? I don't know. You'd have to ask him that. Yeah. I'm happy. I hope he continues it that way. What has impressed you? Nothing. Is there one aspect of the season? I feel like, yeah. I feel like you're going to be disappointed with yourself on this one. I will be. It's also going to make the next two even more difficult. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about this. This is a coach. Oh, it's a coach. All right, I'm thinking of a player. Uh, it's a coach. Here, can you play it again? Just, just the top. This major been like... Since they've been here, so it's, it, I can't give you a specific reason why. It's just, it's just one of those years. You think the way he goes about his business has helped Dallas? Uh, most definitely, I think um, Dallas, you know, watches him. And we'll oh, see Justin Peel. Justin yeah. Peel. All right, I, I got to. I have a confession to make. <laughs> okay. um, Please do. I don't spend a lot of time in these sessions talking to Justin Peel, although because he's not a very good quote. No, no, no. Because like the position group is. Is three is three guys, uh, but I have talked to him. I've enjoyed talking to him, and I I was doing something last year on uh, Drew Brees. I wanted the Drew Brees memories of all the guys who played with him, and he gave me this great anecdote uh, about Drew Brees that I used. And Joe Buck actually mentioned it on the broadcast. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, so I appreciated Justin Peel there because he gave okay. me that anecdote. Okay, and I appreciated Joe Buck. Uh, I gave him now a Joe Buck once qu- uh, referenced a Shilkapadia article, but did not mention that it was really? Shilkapadia nor the Athletic. So he is uh, persona non grata. 
Now, I like Joe. Joe, Joe uh, name-dropped uh, two of my articles last year, so I appreciate it there. Also, he made a few appearances in the book Underdogs, The Philadelphia Eagles' Emotional Road to Super Bowl Victory. Yeah, please plug your book as much as you, <laughs> as much as you can. Get, um, get these new listeners. Yeah, this is but, a new audience. But there were, there were two anecdotes there. One was when Chris Long was in Africa, first time he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. I believe he's with James Hall. He's in a bar afterwards, and he gets a tap on the shoulder, and it was Joe Buck. Joe Buck was in the bar, and Joe Buck was there with, I believe, Doug Pitt, who's Brad Pitt's brother. Really? Who was, uh, like, There's a guy named Doug Pitt who's Brad Pitt's brother? I believe his first name's Doug. I know he's Brad Pitt's brother, but he, that really, that he has a very good job my, within like, his own right. He's the goodwill ambassador. My Al Fieri job. <laughs> he's, the, he's a goodwill ambassador, and he was telling... Chris Long about the importance of clean water that there. Poor guy. And that was the start of of Water Boys. Oh. So that was one. And then the other one was um when Carson Wentz got hurt. Uh when when Carson Wentz got hurt in Los Angeles. Frank DiCaprio um <laughs> showed up. I'm I'm not familiar with that. That's one. Leonardo DiCaprio's oh. brother <laughs> oh, in my no, mind. Okay. But... No, uh when there was unknown about what the injury was Joe Buck was in the bathroom when Howie Roseman was in there, mm. and like Howie had this, this like, get ugly. Howie had this like uh, apparently this real like sullen look on his face, or you know I guess he had just gotten the news or was just or just heard what or it was. Or he was having a tough time and in the bathroom. Then, no, 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 it wasn't anything <laughs> like that. And then um, a few weeks later, uh, when the Eagles were in the NFC Championship game, I, I believe Howie was out to dinner and Joe Buck was at the restaurant, and mm, what was they the saw. Uh, I believe it was uh, William and, and Mulherrens and Sons. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, and and Howie and Joe. Well, and and Joe and and Joe Buck said. So did you, had you just found out the news? Like right. Howie, I, I think apologized or something of that nature. That anecdote, I'll give credit there, came from the John Middlecoff podcast. Who's an athletic? Oh. He's an athletic contributor. So he is. Yeah, former, former Eagle Scout. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so the, so two Joe Buck stories in there. So. I, so that's an aside from name that loon, but okay. Well, you're two for four. I'm not doing well at this. This is a tough one. Okay. Now you're not going to have much time here at all. It's a okay. very quick clip. Okay. There's going to be a context clue. The other interesting thing about this. Wait, do I get credit for for Justin Peel? Mm, I'll give you a half. Okay. A half loon. Um, these are all videos from PhiladelphiaEagles.com. They've recently their old videos are now back up on the site. They had been gone, which means, I think, that you can find the old Wolf Stens. But this is an Eagles update hosted by Bo Wolf. Oh, we nice. Skip, we skip. And you were very good as a host, by the way. The Jeff you Mill still are. But... Well, thank you very much. Nope. Mail, who was acquired oh. from the Houston Texans. So it's Jeff Mail. It's Jeff Mail. I gave it away. Let's hear. All right. Do you know who... ...at Oregon is excited to be reunited with Chip Kelly. You know, I'm happy for the opportunity you know, to be back here with Coach Kelly and... Uh, yeah, you know, I would have gotten, gotten that. I would have gotten that. Yeah. Well, he said be back here with Coach Kelly. So. Yeah, I know. But now, that could have been, been Will... Uh, Will Murphy. Will Murphy. It, it wasn't going to be Will Murphy. Um, Why not? It could have been. It could have been any of the thousand players I, I who used Jeff, to play for Chip Kelly. I know, Jeff Mills, I know Jeff Mills' voice. It could have also, been Dave Ball. Also, do you know? Yeah, Dave Ball from New Hampshire. It could have been Taylor Hart. Here's, a, here's a, uh, a trivia question for you to hopefully redeem myself and the fans of our listeners. Who did the Eagles trade to acquire Jeff Mail? Uh, is it Nate Menken? Well done. From... From Mary Harden Baylor. Well done. You that have is, asked me that before. Yes, that is really well done. Good job. Good job. All right, last one. If you get this one, then you will have redeemed yourself. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Name that loon. A Philadelphia Eagles, I will tell you this is a player from the year 2012 to 2019. Uh, you know, I have to really look at the film to, to, to assess that. There's definitely some things I want to clean up, but overall, I feel pretty good about it. When, just first impression, when you, what, what do you think you need to clean up? What, were you quick off the ball? You got good body? Dave Spadaro. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, Jarrell Casey got me down there in the red zone. So, obviously, I think some of my some of my pass protection stuff I want to work on a little bit. And just getting more comfortable being inside, having a guy to both sides, and, and, and just kind of the angles of All right. The center some context. Yeah, yeah, so here. So here, you can pause that. Okay, so... So they so they're playing against Tennessee, okay? Because of Jarrell Casey. So the years they played against Tennessee, it was it was last season, and then it's a good it, peek into the mind. And then it was also, but I, I don't think this was from last year, um, or maybe it was. Uh, 
And then the other time they played Tennessee during that period was four years before that, so 2014, okay? And it was an offensive lineman. So let's go – let's think back. Is that Alan Barber? No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm taking that back. Not okay. Alan Barber. Um, uh, let me think here. Uh, Dennis Kelly. Final answer? Final answer, Dennis Kelly. It is not Dennis oh, Kelly. Who was it? It is an aptly named person who was playing not center, not tackle, but guard. Yeah, well, I figure going up against Drell Casey. Andrew Gardner. Andrew Gardner. Ah, man. All right, that's a, that's a good one. I, I should have gotten that. I really should have gotten that. You did a very good job sussing out the details. Yeah, uh, I should have gotten that. That would have been a good get. That's all right. Your first foray into Name That Loon, we will... I'm going to get better uh, at this game. Uh, I hope so. But uh, I hope this doesn't mean that you're going to just spend the rest of no, your trust evenings me. listening <laughs> through to every player on the roster from uh, 2012 on. That you, 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 know, you need to do some uh, family time. No, I, I need... Well, I, I was going to say I need to really write good stories. <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoy this podcast. I want uh, you to care about but, Name That Loon as but, much as you no, care about the, your writing. I got hired by The Athletic to write good stories, and so I, I well, need to Once this stories. podcast <laughs> goes behind the paywall, you better, you better bone up on your Name sure, That Loon. absolutely. Uh, okay. What are you going to do with the day off tomorrow? I'm going to spend time with my family. I need to say that. <laughs> um, and um, I'm finishing up one story that perhaps I'll, I'll finish up tonight. Uh, but also, I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking of putting together a few different things. And there's two calls I need to make for a different story I'm working on. So I'll be on the phone a bit. But I'm going to spend time with my family. I need to say that. Okay. And then uh, I'm excited for a four-day stretch of practices. And this time, a week from now... We will be entering Lincoln Financial Field for the first game. That's true. Against the Tennessee Titans. There you go. We have come full circle. <laughs> yes. And I wonder where Andrew Gardner is now. Probably down at, well, he's, he's from Georgia, I believe. Well, he went to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there is an uh, update on his life. How are, are you spending your off day, by the way? I should ask you that. i got a story to work on, too. Uh, and you have something good brewing. My brother and his wife are uh, coming to town. Oh, very so nice. we'll, uh, we'll hang out with them tomorrow evening. Going anywhere good? Currently a free agent, according to uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> he is a free agent, Andrew Gardner. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Shout out to Andrew Gardner. I always liked Andrew Gardner. Good uh, Wolf's Den guest. Yes. Who was the best Wolf's Den guest? Ooh, tough question. It d- depends what you were looking for. And uh, do you mean like most willing or... Uh, Kelsey was a good one. Kelsey was a good one. I was thinking earlier, actually, how many players are still on the roster who, who entered the Wolf's Den. Kelsey, Curry. I don't know that Lane ever made it in. I thought... Uh, and I don't know if Fletcher Cox ever made it in. Brandon, Jones, Graham, Brandon Graham has been in. All right, Donnie Jones was a really good Wolf's Den guest. Donnie and uh, Doran Boss. Yes. They, but they, they were really always, into the they're game. They're always good in front, of the, you know, in front of the camera. Yeah, what was the game again? Bono. Tabo. Yes, yes, Tabo, yes. yes. Yeah, they were really good at that. They were good, but they were not the champions. Who were the champions? Well, the Super Bowl champions were Evan Mathis and myself. Okay. But uh, the previous high was, I believe, I believe it was Andrew Gardner and Julian Vandervelde. I All could right, be those, wrong about that. Yeah, those are two bright guys. Yeah. So, there you go. Anything else that you'd like to... Uh, in part, <laughs> no, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed these uh, these daily podcasts. Um, but you uh, feel worn out at all? I wouldn't say worn out, but, but, but they are longer than, than I'm used to. I'm used to coming. Listen, in. We're only at about forty eight <laughs> minutes. These, these this, we can go double. No, I'm used to coming in talking football. You know, going through it's like <laughs> who's a good gunner, who's a great yeah, gunner. It's like all right, it's like welcome to the show. It's the slot cornerback. Let's get right into <laughs> it. You know. Here we have, uh, yeah, we have games, we have puns. I I really like it, but it's 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 a it is a bit of adjustment. Okay, well, in a good way though. Good, it's good to be. Uh, give me give me like a good Chip Kelly quote on being uncomfortable. There's got to be something like you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable or something. Yeah, well, there's always that, but I mean, with I, oh, you got to have a growth I, mentality, Zach. No, but you but you need to be where your feet are. Like I can't Ooh. be I can't be thinking about. Something else. Like, when I'm doing this podcast, the only thing on my mind is this podcast. You need to be where your feet are. That has not been the case, though. You've been texting about the edits on your story, so you have not been fully bought in. 
<laughs> so next podcast, I need to be where my feet are. Yes. Keep the main thing the main thing. That's a Howie Roseman thing, though. Is it? Yes. You're, you're, you're Embrace splitting. the target. Um, that's a Doug Peterson. The new normal. What are that's, some other slogans? That, that's uh, Some Eagles slogans. Well, with, with Chip Kelly. I mean, Chip Kelly well, came was, with Win the Day. Win the Day, and then of course. It was, it was after that, it was um, your habits must reflect your missions. Make Ooh, your habits reflect your missions. Make your, your habits mission. reflect the mission. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, oh, and then also, here's a good one. And this applies to our podcast. You don't, you don't rise to the occasion. You sink to your training, mm. as Chip would say. And so... As I get better at these podcasts, I'm not going to rise to the occasion. I'm going to practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. <laughs> I don't know if that's a Chip Kelly one. I don't think it is. Yeah. Was, did Doug have a, a slogan his first year? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, Doug, I think Doug was figuring a lot of things out <laughs> year one. <laughs> uh, year two Dude, was... Please don't fire me. Was, no, uh, year two was a different Doug. Year two. Yeah, yeah year one, Doug... Uh, Doug was, uh, and I I enjoy Doug now, but the year one press conferences were were great because like he would he would tell you stuff he was loose you know he oh would, really yeah injuries and and honesty and then kind of clammed up year two but they won a Super Bowl so that they did I was curious uh, why they went live ones versus ones the other day when in, in you asked the a good past, question today uh, they've done ones versus twos. He didn't really give an. He said the ones are used to playing against ones. Yeah, he didn't really give an illuminating <laughs> yes. answer. Uh, but yeah, there we are. And he said that uh, Andre Dillard is just going to focus at left tackle for now, as he should. I don't know. Throw him a couple reps at right tackle. What happens? What happens if Lane Johnson tears his ACL? Who's starting right right tackle? Halapulavati Vitae. What if he has to play right guard? And why not? Why should it be Vitae and not Dillard? Dillard should be a better player, right? True, I agree. Okay, so then cross training. Well, I don't know. Give him a give him a, give him a, a couple sessions, maybe one on ones. Well, it's like last year with Jordan Mailata. They just want him to focus on one position. Well, yeah, but Jordan Mailata, he's never played. The never sport played before. That's more of an argument to, to, to allow him to be versatile. Yeah, you're he's probably not, right. Yeah. yeah, he's just let him start. From he's scratch. a blank slate. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a guinea pig. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I guess that'll do it. We will be back on Saturday for Zach Berman and Andrew Gardner. I am Bo Wolf, and as always, we love you. Also, Sheil.